A new sacrifice comes to you. So I have three bottles of water with me, and at the count four Ricolas. Okay. Of the lift wafers, this original herb. Mm-hmm. So I can say that I am ready to record. <laughs> All right. Because hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Here Comes a New Challenger, a fighting game podcast where I am still sick, but hey, I'm not like. Deathly sick anymore, so we're recording. And I am joined by Troy. Hello. Brandon. I am here again. Austin. I never left. And then Kaylin. I post here. And I'm the host, Garrett. And we're talking about Soul Calibur again. We're going to knock out the DLC today. A uh, long time coming, part two. Yeah, since. Scheduling is really hard, mm-hmm. and I mean that literally, because adult life makes things hard. Yeah, but man. Hey, we finally did it. Existing hurts. Uh huh. Yeah, I've I've been working like the past two or three times that I've been asked if I could join. So that's why I've not been here. Things happen. I've been out of town a lot, to be honest. Yeah. No, and working and. I don't know, dead or something, probably. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. It was so much fun. Anyway, um, hey, Austin, how was the week? Um, Pretty busy. Uh, I had a lot of stuff for work. I had to travel and go somewhere. That's why I wasn't here last week. Did you go to, did you go to Boston? No, I went to Las Vegas, Nevada. Dude, you uh, went to Evo? No, I, I <laughs> thought about it, though. Um... I did drive by Mandalay Bay and go, oh, I miss you. Uh, I had to do some interviews for um, BattleBots, which was a, a show that we do a toy line for. Yeah. So Yo, I, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I had to go and interview a bunch of engineers about stuff. I've um, never watched BattleBots, but I know it was a thing in, like, the 90s and then came back. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'll say it's pretty damn cool. Um, people that are really nice and awesome and... Uh, it was a good time, but um, very long week. I did that and then had a bunch of stuff for to actually do at work when we got back. And then this weekend was pretty busy. Uh, I, did, I went to a local. I saw uh, Troy. Whoa. Hey, that's uh, me. I saw. I went to our, our old local, and I was like, hi, guys. I'm here and hung out with him and Sean. Um, some other people were there, so it was a good time to actually play fighting games with people again. It makes me actually want to play fighting games again. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about it. I bought, um, Alien Strike Force or Fire Team or whatever the hell. I have heard about that game, but I have not touched it. Yeah, me and my friends were talking about getting it, so just let me know. It's a recommendation for sure. It's a lot of fun. It, it, uh, the first, like, four minutes, like, it has, like, story chapters that you do. So, like, there's, like, four of them. 
and like each chapter evolves like there's a whole new area that you're exploring and a whole new like kind of objective thing going on okay. and it's been a lot of fun i recommend um and i think the gunplay is interesting like it's not like anything crazy but like you yeah, know it's also um cheap as fuck too right it's like 30 or 40 dollars yeah um it runs pretty well online and it uh it's just fun you get to you get some like really like intense moments where everyone's just like running and gunning and you're you know that classic pve setup is it like different classes in terms of like types of guns that you use in order to like i don't think the guns are different but every class has a different skill so um every class has um what do you call every class has uh what types of weapons they can carry so like gunner yeah, can yeah. hold like a rifle and a close range weapon and then someone else can hold a heavy weapon and a rifle and someone else can hold uh like a um a pistol and something um and you know that kind of defers your like how you get between like what and what you use and that's how you pick out your your like what guns you're gonna choose between missions and stuff. Um and they're more or less I wouldn't say the same type of guns, but it's pretty similar. Um But do they all sound as good as the yes. pulse rifle? Yes. They all they all sound like alien gun. Like this game sounds like alien in like the best way. It's it's awesome. Um I definitely like recommend this game like almost on the soundtrack alone, dude. You ever think about how this is like the first good alien game in like eleven years? Yeah, I mean there was that um, yeah. There's that one survival horror game that was not oh, terrible. Yeah, isolation. Yeah. Forgot about that. I, I just keep thinking that Clone Marines <laughs> is the last one. No, no. It it I own this, that game. This game feels like Colonial Marines what Colonial Marines should have been, you know? Like um you know, same kind of like marine architecture slash like uh, not architecture, like aesthetic. Um, same kind of like, you know, you're fighting just mobs of creatures for hours, and it it was good. It's a good time. I recommend. It's fun with friends. Play with friends. Me and two friends were playing it, and there's just parts where we're just like yelling and dashing around, and it was a good time. Yeah, I remember um watching like a review of it, and they're talking about how like if you're playing it by yourself, you play a synth as your like yeah. As your AI, <laughs> yeah, but like literally from hard difficulty onwards, the game literally tells you, Hey, don't don't use them, yeah, they're pretty bad. Um, it was actually pretty awesome because we were playing, uh, we were waiting for another friend to get the game and he hadn't, he hadn't gotten it yet. And just like, uh, we're playing and we had a, a synth on our team and his name was Beta, and like he gets pinned by an alien, we're like, No, Beta, and like we're saving him, and it, it was like taking care of like a child. <laughs> Because it just kind of runs around and shoots. It's not very smart, but it was. I, I felt something the, uh, stupid robot son. Yeah, man, it's like uh, that uh, character from Sonic Adventure, you know? Mm -hmm. Like the robot that kills himself or whatever. Oh, yeah. What? And turns, then that gamma? turns into a bird. Yeah, Gamma. <laughs> you know, the robot that killed himself. Yeah, I mean, that's what he literally does at the end of Sonic. Dude blows up his brother and then is like beep boop guess I'll die too and then he blows up and then him and his brother as birds fly off. Man. And it's like supposed to be like really emotional even though it's not because it's Sonic Adventure. <laughs> I don't feel anything from Sonic games. You're right. Never mind. Uh, yeah. But no, it was good. I, I recommend 
I play get the game if you have the money for it. Uh, you and I have some friends, get it with them. It's a good time. Definitely worth the money. Uh, there's some funny emotes, and you can wear a cowboy hat. So yo, there you go. Cowboy hat kind of makes it worth it. It is. Um, that's it for me. Um, besides those, I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters and trying to get good at Fighters again. I miss that game and <clears throat> get at it again. But that's it. All right, pick the next. Uh, Brandon. Next person. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Do it, Brandon. All right. So I've had uh, a few weeks. So I'm trying to think. What have I done in my last week? Uh, let me look at Steam. That's always the best place to do. So I've mostly been working. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I feel that. So I worked like. 21 hours this past four days mm-hmm. so not uh, uh that's, that's kind of nice good use of my weekend uh-huh. um and then other than that i've played oh uh digimon cyber sleuth went on sale so i picked <laughs> that up and put uh yo i actually played that a that. little bit this week <laughs> I really like Digimon, the, it's, it's, the it's, series, uh, though. It's a game that I keep picking up and then dropping. It's like, uh, the thing is, is that every single Digimon game, like, doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, well, it knows what it wants to be, but they always have something different, and it always feels weird. Like, you have this whiplash of, like, playing different Digimon games, and every single one of them has a different, like, rules for how the universe works and everything. And, like, most of the characters are different. Like, Yggdrasil isn't multiversal, I don't think, in this one. I don't know. Maybe it's just a fragment of Yggdrasil, and that's why it's not multiversal. I have no idea. I don't know anything of this Anyways, game. Anyways, the, the, the Royal Knights aren't multiversal. They're, like, planetary level, so that's I, weird. Brandon has gotten to the point of Digimon where I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah. I know like, that's Agumon, and there's one that's a cactus. Yeah, Togemon. this is pretty cool. Um... I yeah. think I played this game for like 20 hours and 90% of that is grinding because I really like grinding in this game, but I kind of don't like anything else. Really? Grinding's my least favorite part. The problem, I guess there's a problem with the bosses. I think it's like, like not necessarily because I love it, but because it's like mind goblins. Yeah, but uh, the like, bosses oh, are a I bit have too to tanky. Get the next, I have to get to the next upgrade thing and then I gotta digivolve this guy and digivolve this one. Yeah, I. That's what I liked about. I think Dusk and Dawn did that the best. Where I could just put like hundreds of hours and they're just like digivolving into random Digimon and like degenerating into different stuff. And then like eventually you just max out stats and you have like max out stats of whatever the heck you want. You can make all sorts of random garbage. Really cool. Yeah, I think my team is mostly just like of that one Digimon guy from the War Games movie. Uh, I don't know his name. Ty? He's the dude. No, not not Ty. The uh, the actual like Digimon villain from that short film. Oh, uh, shoot! Apocalypse Mon's pre-evolution. Yeah. Because he has like two megas. He has a one mega, and then he then like in the second movie, the one after the War Games movie, it goes you into Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it's, forget Digimon so hard. Um, that's the one that in, that's the one that's the movie that Apocalypse in is the one where we get Empire Digimon Paladin mode, which is really cool because 
that guy's the guy that canonically goes on to found the Royal Knights. Excuse me, what? Cool. Yeah. What? Dude, what? I love I love really long names. Impaiudrumon Paladin Mode. Freaking uh the guy who defeats Neos is uh in the manga Tai has a Vima instead, so it's like Vimon Future Mode. Again, I love the dumb names. Yeah. Other than that. So other than that, uh, I've mostly just been watching YouTube videos or streams and like uh, I haven't really been I've just been lazing around. Uh, is there anything in just like my games fold? Oh, uh, Labyrinth of Toho 2, uh, aka Labyrinth of Toho Gensokyo and the Heaven Piercing Tree got released on the Steam. No English translation yet. But I put like uh, a casual 20 hours into that uh, over the course of like two days. A casual 20 hours casual in the 20 past hours. two days. Yeah, I mean, uh, the game has an achievement for putting in 256 hours, and I haven't gotten that in my main file, though uh, if you count every single playthrough I've done in the game, I have probably like six or 700 hours in the game. Uh, not on Steam version. Steam version just got released like a week ago. I only have 20 hours in that one. The game's like 50 hours long. All right. So. All right. It's just a really good game that I just love, and I love to just blast through it. It's I say my three like comfy games are Robbie Reby, Immaterial Missing Power, and Lambeth of Toe 2. And so seeing one of those three games, or well, one of them is already on Steam, seeing second one of those games get onto Steam is really nice. Yeah, well, that's, that's awesome, buddy. Yeah. I'm glad you're uh, It also got some quality of life changes, which, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in the MNS channel, we did like a Melty Blood tournament, which because I was working, I didn't train for it all, and I got rolled. And these things happen, which, my boy. No. So did yeah. Did you that, at least play as Nekoark? No. <laughs> Who do you play in a? Satsuki. Uh, gotcha. So I I'm a Satsuki main. I, I that was like the first time I actually because like I always practiced combos with Melty but never played anyone for the past like two years. I, like I just started like playing people and I was landing like actual Sachin combos and I'm like, whoa! I couldn't do this last time I played a real person. So when you said I am a Sachin main, I first thought you said I am misogyny. <laughs> I That's am. uh no. <laughs> you know how to respond to that, you know. She's she's probably not coming back in the new one, but yeah, that that's about it. Um, I'm playing Million Arthur right now because I got bored of playing Melty. Isn't uh, she uh, just like a concept, right? Who? Sachi. Yeah, she, no, she's she's in. So, yeah, yeah, the so Satsuki story is she's in Tsukehime where she basically shows up. She has a crush on the main character. But then she becomes a vampire and the main character kills her before she really does anything. And then she was made fun of because like she did nothing. Like like people made fun of her and consider her a joke character. And then because she's a joke character, she got popular. And so now she has like unironic popularity now. Gotcha. Same. Because she is made fun of for literally being like the most worthless character in the original. But I was told that there were some leaks that said that Sachin was alive at the end of the Tsukihime remake and might come back. So hope for DLC in Lumia? Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. 
depends on if uh, Tight Moon wants it, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Anyways, yeah, that that's about it. So, uh, Troy, I guess I need to call in someone. Troy, you tell us about your week. Oh, my week. Um, not too much. Not too much. Uh, we had our first meeting where I saw Austin. Uh, fortunately, I wasn't able to say it too too long because I was participating in one of my buddies' tournament, and then when I got back, uh, most people left just because tournament ran longer than should have because of some delays but it was still fun um i got like third in that tournament um strive or yeah for strive i should have said hey good job thank you i'm doing the doing the ramifall name proud i don't even know who you play no nah, no nah, let's play Naga. Naga? yeah okay yeah yeah you play my character i haven't yeah. i haven't watched the last week's um I haven't watched the last week's Freaks, but I'm assuming you said you've played Nago for the past few weeks that you're still playing Nago. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't been to like the last week's Freaks. At least I. Oh, you didn't show up there. Yeah, it might have been two weeks, but I I won a Freaks the last time we did podcast. Um, so that was pretty fun. Yeah, you going tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, definitely going tomorrow. Um, okay. Just Good luck. A, thank you. Last week just had like a bunch of school work that I want to like get done. Um, I really want to kind of do some jacko even though my jacko is kind of trash uh but james is telling me i should just enter bracket as proteus and his oompies just because that's what they call jacko's minions god damn it <laughs> I, I hate those characters you hate minion characters but it's just like venom they're just like venom and his pool balls isn't that cool right no also i know you love jacko it's okay no, no, you're don't. Just, you're just being polite for Brandon. You, don't want to share his character. Wherever you heard these things, they were lies. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm still. Jacko has not gotten me to gotten me to buy Strive yet. I don't know if anything will, unless like I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Like the game would have to fundamentally change. What if, what if Exard Jacko got put into the game? Probably not. Damn. I don't think right. a character can bring me into the game now. I think it has to be like. Fundamental, the game has to change how it plays. Yeah, that's that's honestly fair. Uh, I know a lot of people that love the X or just you know don't really feel it for Strive because it's it's not really Guilty Gear, but I still like it for what it is. It's it's a game. Yeah, and that's fine. fine if you like it because everyone likes different games. A lot exactly. of people think Dengeki is bad, and it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> it's just the fact that it has. The best net code that I'm going to play it. Like I, mm. I we're talking about the, the best uh, net code of an officially released game without fan made net code. I, I mean, like that. It's also like you know being played a lot by a lot of people. So like it's very that, easy that's to a find much a bigger game. thing. Yeah, and the, like I can find a game. I will have a good time <laughs> playing the game because the game will actually work online. Well, I've started playing like Soku purely because it's the only game I know how to play that people actually play, so I'd like have someone to play with. Well, one of my friends did actually bring up an interesting point about that, because uh, he also doesn't really like Strive, uh, and we are kind of like talking about it, and he says he doesn't want it to be the case where uh, companies just think all they have to do is make the netcode good, and then people will buy it. Uh, because he gave me his reasons for not liking the game that I won't go into super big detail for, but like that's what it felt like for him that basically the game is very pretty, but it's 
very simple and not really guilty here, but since the netcode is good, they can kind of do whatever uh, they want with it. Um, because yeah, like I, arcs is, uh, Oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, sorry. I just gotta say, whenever I played it, I never thought that it was like a bad game or like the oh they should have done better. I just felt like this game isn't what I want to play. Mm-hmm. It's just this just isn't what I I'd better play something else. Yeah, it kind of just like goes uh together with like. This is kind of just like a fact of like Arcs is not really listening to their community, um, which is a bit of a bummer because like you can definitely see it with like how they balance the game or just how like the lobby systems never changed because like yeah. I think everyone from day one has said please get rid of these no one likes these and they just said yeah we hear well, you they, but we're gonna do what we want they can't really like get rid of them they could that would require so much time yeah, but yeah it's that's the they, thing like they could, they, they probably they could make some more fixes yeah it's just like yeah like you said so much time and money's probably gone into it and they think they're i mean they're really proud of it it does look pretty but man it focuses the game but yeah i like strife still it's still a fun game um i think that was yeah. it for my week uh today in class we had a girl pass out from peach stroke um so class Jeez, got right. like on she yeah she's fine she yeah everything worked out um but yeah i think i mentioned like in a class of like 450 students and like yeah it gets super hot in the lyceum um yeah just maybe yeah just maybe it gets kind of hot right and then like today yeah, finally like, like been in the lyceum and it sucks yep with like the fucking it's packed in there with everyone in there yeah with uh, your fucking theater you have you like their fucking high school theater chairs that suck yep, yep. So yeah, someone today just finally passed out, and it's like, yeah, this kind of sucks. And sure, like someone's like waving, it's like, hey, I think this girl passed out, and we have to like get the EMS to get her. And apparently, she's fine. But like, yeah, hopefully, this is a wake up call for like, this sucks, and we're also in COVID. Mm-hmm. Please do something about this. Yeah, having four hundred and fifty people crammed into one room doesn't really sound like uh, what many Safe would consider a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Just maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Come on. They're they're so, really proud wait. of that uh that four hundred fifty ch- limit that they made. So uh, let them use it. How how is like school? Is it like the same as it was last semester, uh, or is it like much more open? It's way more open. It's like everything. I'm pretty sure this is just like I have nothing to base this off of, but like my own personal like accounts. But I feel like they admitted way more students than usual just because of making up for like COVID times and no one being on campus because it is packed everywhere at all times of the day. I can't get food anywhere without being in like a crowded line. Um, and then, yeah, so like they encourage you to wear a mask, but you're not required to. So cases oh. have been like going up. Oh, no. Uh, most people have the decency to wear it in class. Sometimes I say most people, but I don't really know. Um, in public health class, they do because I think they're just public health majors. Um, yeah, I would hope that public health majors yeah, are actually, honestly. Like, you know, following practice. You would think, you know. That's what a professor told us day one. She was like, "Yeah, I'm proud of y'all, but also like, I would expect it of y'all if you're majoring in this to like have the decency to do it." Uh, but yeah, like other classes, like the uh, the poli sci class where we have 450 students. The professor's like, yeah, I can't make y'all do it, but I hope you guys do. And the girl next to me kind of just like groaned and unwillingly put her mask on. Like, 
kind of big deal to do it. Come on, fuckers. Yeah, maybe it was a good idea I didn't go back to school. Yeah, honestly, valid for that. It's not great right now, but hey, I get to see the buddies again in person. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. since uh, Labor Day happened, just got to give it a week or two before everything goes to shit. Well, what I think is, like, what they are doing that I like is they are requiring that, like, students either send over their vaccination records or once every, like, month or so, you have to get a COVID test. So what is probably going to happen that, like, that last week that everyone's rushing to get their COVID test, because if they don't do it, they're in a bad academic standing with the school. Um, so you're forced to do it. So cases will probably spike because right now they've only done like 1,100 tests out of you know like 20 over 20,000 students, maybe over 30,000. I don't know. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely see what the numbers really are towards the in like the next week or so, and we're forced to either send vaccination records yeah, or get tests. Actually, have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Which I've learned with college, usually you learn results at the very end of the. Required a uh, deadline. Yep. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> but yeah. College. How was your week, Halen? Um, it's okay. I'm coming off of traveling from the past couple weeks, so. Where'd you go? Just getting back into other things. Um, I went to Denver and I went to Texas. Ah. Oh, nice. We're in Texas. Yeah. I to Dallas. Dallas. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know why I blanked on that. I'm tired. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, I hope you had fun in the Lone Star State. It kind of sucks right now, and we're getting worse. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I live in a, I live in a like fucking heaven here. So, um, but yeah, yeah, just kind of getting back in the swing things with work and whatnot. Um, still house hunting, and that's a lot of fun. Um, uh, it's a pain. It really is. I, I just would imagine. Haven't found anything I like, so mm-hmm. we just gotta keep looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw Disgaea Four was on sale on Steam, so I grabbed that, and I've been playing that. Nice. The nostalgia points, uh huh. And starting very slowly, I'm still trying to get things figured out, but um, hoping to start Twitch streaming here, um, oh, nice. right re- regularly and nice. soon. So. Not um, that hard. I, I, I mean, I'm not like a streamer, but when I streamed a few times, like I was able to get like a decent looking setup, like at least half decent without like too much pain. Yeah. I don't know how hard it is to get like professional looking setup though. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that. I mean, I've got enough good equipment to handle that for now. Um, it's more so just understanding how Twitch works and how Streamlabs and OBS works and stuff like that, because I am not a techie person at all. So There's, there's other things for besides OBS, if OBS isn't working for you, because yeah. it's finicky for me, so I switched to another capture. Right. Uh, um, I think it's worked fine. The issue I've had over the past few days yeah. that I've been experimenting is like our internet like took a hit out of nowhere for some uh. odd reason. Um, but yeah. and again, we're with Spectrum, so go figure. Yeah. Um, there's no good ISPs in the US. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. No, no, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully once that's cleared up, I can kind of get a better understanding of everything because it just kept cutting in and out, and like, well, this isn't gonna work. So yeah, yeah, I think whenever you do get a hang of it, you'll be able to 
keep it going pretty easily, like keep that momentum. Oh yeah. Because, um, yeah. No, I um, can, I feel myself like actually excited about it. Like it's something like, yeah. Oh man, I actually want to do this. This is fun. Um, I, I, did, wish like, I could mm-hmm. do that. I'm pretty sure every single time I stream, it's been a bad game. Oh, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of my streaming has either been Yik or Resident Evil 6. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think all my times. streams have been Robbie Baby, so those are, I like doing chill streams where I'm just, you know, like, I'm tired. I'm going to put on Twitch, and I'm going to put on my favorite game, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to have fun and relax. Uh, each their own. You could, you could also just play Yik. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what I, else. I still have to play that game again, and I really don't want to. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you talking about like the 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 patch version or whatever that apparently yeah, makes yeah, it all, like half 5. decent? Yeah, one point five patch or whatever, and that adds a uh, fucking Albert Wesker as the llama. What? Yeah, the J C Douglas, <laughs> voice of Pod and Near Automata, Azrael, and Albert Wesker is now the llama that says lemonade. The, the yeah. freaking golden llama that's like the super yeah. serious cutscene that's interrupted yeah. by a golden llama coming to yeah. kill yeah, you. Yeah, he's, like... he's voiced by JC Douglas now. Ah, uh, yes. This is what I needed, my super serious cutscene to be interrupted by comic relief. Like, as the game was actually having a yeah, decent moment. Yeah, apparently that section got, like, edited super hard because of that whiplash. I hate video games. Um, Have you ever seen that uh, cutscene, Kalen? I don't believe so. Okay, I need to send it to you. Alright, well, I hope your streaming experience goes better than having to play Unpatched Yik. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm still out there right now. So I've got a few familiar with um, tech and streaming stuff, so they can help with me a lot. Nice. Um, but yeah, nothing else for me aside from just Girl Jackal, because it's my girl. Oh, she's fine. Hey. Dude, okay. If Jacko could 100% always take off her mask at the start of the round, yes, might exactly. slightly push me a bit more towards wanting to buy the game. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't let you do that since the beginning. Well, she couldn't do it in the first game because it's gotta something, something more. Right, right. But like now, uh, now, yeah. To like just, take off the mask before the round starts. Doesn't her personality change to Arya when she has the mask off as well? Um, I haven't been able to tell too too much, but it feels like it's the same. Because I remember okay. the trailer made it look like that because her voice changes. And yeah, yeah um, you can um, but you I can definitely so. tell the difference a lot more in Japanese. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's like night and day with the Japanese voices. Gotcha. Okay, that's it's cool. like um, mask on is how she sounded, and Exard and Max officer when quotes. Hell yeah. Okay. That's basically like what she sounds like in uh, Japanese. Mm. English is a little bit harder to tell whenever it's uh, the difference between mask on and mask off. Yeah, I can tell like in her wind clothes it's different, but yeah, like during the match is like a little bit difficult. Because also I'm like, I'm all, you can only take off the mask like if you win a match and then you press the up plus dust to get the taunt to take it off. But yeah, cool character. What a weird, <laughs> what a weird choice for how that works. I, I figured it would have been like a Hellfelt thing, where it's like, oh, what version do you want? 
Yeah. Where you get to choose if you want bridal alfalfa or fucking shot collar alfalfa. Yeah, the fact that it's not easily, you can't just easily do it. I don't know. This feels stupid. Like you should, I should just be able to like change the color and it's like no mask. Like I don't. Yeah. Like, agreed. Like I really thought it was gonna be like a separate option, like buy the colors, the take them yeah. off. But hmm. But how is uh, Jacko so far, Kaylin? She's fun. Um, there's a lot there <laughs> to work with and whatnot because they kind of kind of retooled her a bit to fit the game, which I think they did a good job with. Honestly, she's not overly complicated, but she's still got a lot that you can just mess around with. She's probably like one of the most freestyle characters I've ever run into. Mm-hmm. Or played before in a in any fighting game. Um, huh. yeah, I'm sure people fighting be on those stuff. Uh, her, it was, it was pretty, but she kind of do whatever you want with her, and uh, there's a lot that you can use to mess with people. Yeah, she seems like really uh, not complicated but she definitely does seem she has like a lot under the hood going on which i which even though i'm not gonna play her i appreciate i think her game plan is pretty uh straightforward but like her execution and then like how she can layer her offense is where she gets complicated to me because i think like, yeah. i like her for similar reasons that i like nago and that like her offense is so diverse that like like you said she can kind of do whatever she wants with it is like what makes her complicated and, like really fun to play mm-hmm. I don't like her. Uh, I think she's not that fun to play. Uh, I like I like seeing her be played, but I don't like playing her. And I I I think I said I see, like seeing her be played, but even then, I'm not that. I'm just not a fan of this type of character. So, wow, it, great to admit that you don't like women on the podcast. Uh, I did it again. Uh, no, I don't know. Just not my character. I was I was more interested in her this time than I was last time. I'll say that. That's progress. You just gotta but, wait for the next Guilty Gear, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta wait for Guilty Gear 3, which is just a sequel to Guilty Gear 2. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's... I don't have much more to say on, on the Jacko debate. I think she's cute, but I don't want to play her. Yeah. She's she's adorable. Yeah, this character's actually like I don't simp for characters or anything, but all her like little animations, like win quotes, pretty adorable. Yeah. I mean, I've I've always been very open why I play Jacko. <laughs> yeah, for her quote unquote smile. Yeah. The the thing is is that I unironically have uh-huh. always said that, and it, then you guys just make fun of me for it every time, so I've just sort of accepted yeah, no, it. We, we know what you mean by her smile, it's okay. Yeah, we, we know. I, I literally just picked her, saw her smile without her mask. Like, yeah, I just, I like, opened up the game, saw her smile without the mask, I'm like, this character looks cute, I'm gonna play them. And then everyone's like, haha, this character is like a fan service character, you... Oh. We, all, we all remember seeing her smile when she crouched, and we're like, yep. oh wow, what a smile. <laughs> I'm so happy. I remember the first year I was in club, like, that was, like, the joke around me for forever. Freaking that, I want, what, 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 you... what game was this? What Jackbox game? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure I'm the one who did that joke too in that Jackbox game. Where's like the, the looky bag uh, with a nice smile on his look? <laughs> Anyways, let's let's not. No, I like this topic. So I, I to enjoy I can her smile. Extend the topic yeah. by five seconds, and that is. Did you get disappointed when you clicked on Jacko Challenge on Twitter? Oh, so like, okay. I, I didn't see that. it was people oh. doing the uh, update on that. that. And you didn't see people doing the uh, the smile, but doing the crouching pose instead. I, was gonna... I, I unfortunately already guessed after this many years of playing <laughs> the character what it would be. <laughs> I I think this was both hilarious, but also like my timeline just became a lot of thirst. And I was just like, well, I guess it's just how the world works now. We just, everyone's gonna I guess, like, in general, I I liked the challenge at first, because I'm like, oh, this is cool. Guilty Gear is getting a, getting a thing, going, yeah. getting a meme thing going on. But the more it, got, it went on, the more I noticed that people weren't doing it because they like Jacko or because they like the Guilty Gear, but because it's a thing and they can get some followers if they do the thing. I told yeah. you about, like, I the feel only like people. it's been on a bit too long. I told you about how the only two people that I found that were actually able to do it had an OnlyFans account, so I was like, I can't compete. <laughs> but update on that, with enough practice, I can almost do it. How much stretching did you have to do? Dude, so much. I feel like my back's just going to break every time still. I can do it for like the max two seconds, and even then I'm like cheating a little bit, but it's progress. Next like local that I play Jacko yeah. in, if I win a round, I'm going to do the pose. And break your back in between sets yeah. just to show them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you you show them, Troy. <laughs> Get their ass. The, Thanks for believing me, all. What's up? Galen? Oh. I too played the fifth. I'm asking if Kalen can do the pose, because I can't. Oh, I haven't tried yet. Um, but I will eventually. I'm pretty sure I can. Ooh, confidence. <laughs> I mean, I'm flexible. Damn. I, I'm standing here now. I stood up because I wanted yeah. to stand up, and I'm looking at the ground and thinking if I should attempt it, but I'm not gonna. Here, here Austin, I'll do it with you. All right. Ugh, I gotta take yeah. off my socks. It's way too hard without... I want to try it what? sometime just to see how flexible I am. Because I'm flexible with my arms. I don't know if my back's flexible. Okay, hold on. I mean, if you break your back, it could be pretty flexible. So, you know, if you just don't have a spine. All right, so what you got to do is you gotta, uh, spread your legs long ah. enough so it makes it easier. And then you can start by putting your hands out, bend the knees, and then you just push your knees out. I, I surrender. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I haven't stressed at all today. I can't do this. <laughs> what? There you go. <laughs> it was possible. No. Oh, <laughs> Good podcast material. Yeah, good podcast. There you go. Uh, Our audio podcast is entertained by me and Troy doing stretches. Good. Uh, what else did you do if you're uh, your week, Kay? Uh, that's about it. Nothing crazy. Hell Just vibing. All right, we're still Getting on the Yeah. Yeah, a little sidetrack there, I think. Just a little, dude. Just Don't a little. Care. I guess then it is my turn. Yeah, how was your week, Garrett? Quake. Oh, what? yeah. I've been playing a lot of Quake. Oh, Quake. Which, which playing Quake? playing a shit ton of Quake. Which Quake are you playing? Quake 1. Quake 1. 
Yeah, because Quick One got uh, remastered and re-released recently. Ah, yeah. Which, if you bought the Steam version of Quake, which was like the worst version, you got this remake for free. Interesting. Okay. Which is really nice. Well, how is... Because I bought the original version of Quake on Steam, and it's really bad because it's like... The one like the DOS version, I want to say. Oh, um, there was no um, uh, HD resolutions. Okay, so I think the 1080, 1280 was like the highest one, if not nine, 900, 600. And then, um, there was no music either. The music just by Nine Inch Nails just straight up wasn't in this version of Quake. Wait, they took out that. Wait, then what are you playing the game for? You gotta get my wasn't in it, so it was a silent version of Quake. Which, when I was a kid, I didn't like know at all. I just thought that Silent Quake was how Quake was made. Oh, when I was a kid and I played it, I didn't even know there was like music in the first <laughs> place until like I started. <coughs> oh, started watching videos, muted, and it's so... like, oh, well, this game has music, and his music is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's pretty all right. But yeah, it came out, and so I've been playing through the expansions recently. And they're pretty great. Uh, Scourge of Armagon is fine. I don't like the new weapons they added. They're all pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But then the second one, the Dissolution of Eternity. These are some fucking names. Dude, they're so metal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot what the new one is called. It's called Something of the Machine. Since it's made by Machine Games. The guys who made Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Um. That one's a lot better. You get like lava nails for your nail gun. Hmm. And multi rockets for the rocket launcher, which is pretty neat. Yeah. I don't know. The additions are just a lot better, and just new enemy types are really neat. It's just overall a lot more fun than the other one, which I just thought was a little bit not great. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, yeah, really enjoying playing Quake again, and that's kind of all I've been playing. Yeah, have you been playing it online or just like whatever the story? No, I, I do not want to play Deathmatch. Okay, I am terrified to play Quake online. Well, I do not want to be killed by like seven boomers. <laughs> I had that, and then I've also been playing uh, Tales of Vesperia mm -hmm. since I, uh, I have a controller that can play it now, and it's pretty good. Yeah. I can, I don't know what else to say about it. I like it so far, but I don't understand how combos work. But I'm liking it. Mm -hmm. Well, especially with the Kai Kisuke looking motherfucker, and that's one of the main characters. Yeah, I can't even remember his name, but he's uh, he just literally looks like Kai. Didn't didn't play Tales. I had some friends tell me about it, and they were like, "This is the way to go," and I never did it. Um. Uh, I played Basteria, and that game was good. Uh, cannot say anything about any other Tales games. Oh, Flynn is his name. Mm -hmm. Flynn Lockwood. Yeah, he just looks like Kai. I've seen this guy from uh, Project Cross Zone. Him and Yuri are like a tag team that you hang out with. Is it Yuri? Yeah, yeah, Yuri's the main character. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like oh, yeah, he's the purple hair person, right? Yeah. Purple, black hair, thing person. Samurai. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, 
I'm liking the game so far. I think that's all I've been doing mm-hmm. besides those and Xenoblade. But yeah, nice. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I know next week. No, not even. I can't even talk about it next week because I'm uh because Deathloop comes out next week. Oh, Deathloop does come out next week, doesn't it? But it comes out on Tuesday, so I can't even talk about it until the week after. Uh huh. I forgot this was coming out. Very excited for Death. Yeah, I was too. I thought Deathloop was going to be super cool. Mm. Ah. Thought or it's think. Dishonored, but they don't. Uh, but they don't make fun of you for uh, wanting to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's all that, and that means we can talk about very small bits of news. Uh-huh. Uh First thing, there's. There's like small bits of Nickelodeon news. They've been posting move lists, I guess. Oh, I, I was going to look this up. Whose move list have they put up? Sponge they Bam. put up Sandy Cheeks, SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob's, and Patrick's. Patrick. All right. So they, just the, the SpongeBobbers. And then they've also announced that you can do like a box dash. Oh, really? Not a box air. You could do like a, a Magneto air dash with every character. Oh, triangle jumps? Yeah, you can do like eight way air dashes apparently. Oh, oh, cat dog. Wait, what? Wait, cat yeah, dog. Yeah, cat dog out? was revealed along with uh, April O'Neil. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was last week. Yeah, we talked about cat dog. Cat dog. Alone in the world with a little cat dog. Ah, all right, cool. Well, you should add in the rabbit guy. I'm. Okay. Hold on. I don't know his name, but he's like a green rabbit, and he sounds awful. I, just I am his name. One hundred percent indifferent to the game, but I'm happy for everyone that actually cares. Wait, is cat dog ice climbers, but they hit opposite sides the whole time? Uh, I don't know. It's more like a sword character, I guess, because they have stretchy limbs, like uh, maybe like Min Min. I don't know. I don't know. Cat dog, it's here. Yeah, it's uh, what a what a weird addition. But you know what? Whatever. It's no, it's a it's um, an addition. I think that's it's all a Nickelodeon character. So why not for the Nickelodeon stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, no news on the Strife side. We still just know that there's a patch coming next month, and that's it. Can't wait for for them to bump uh to adjust Soul Bad Guy again from top one to top one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've been giving Kai another really weird but appreciated buff. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. We gotta make his dragon install I, I still... I still... I mean, dragon stall is better now, yeah. Uh, but, like, I still don't know why they, they buffed Stun Dipper. But here we are. Because new players, man. Because I, I don't want to have to space. Yeah. Spacing hard. <laughs> So now, as long as you're not point blank, it will connect. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is weird, but whatever. That's I already like complained about that last mm-hmm. week. Um, that's it. Uh, Melty Blood's got some news. Yeah. So first thing, I've learned that Noelle is a brand new character, actually. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, no. She no. is just added in the remake. the remake. Yeah, so she's a brand new character, which is neat. I ne- never knew. I thought she was just a regular old Melty Blood character. No. Yeah, that's cool. People are um, calling it a spear character, but she doesn't really look like it. Yeah, she, she has looks... like a 
She looks like a hammer character with like overhead yeah. smashes or like like I mentioned that she's like a mix between like a character like no, no, Coconut no. with like no they acrobatic pull uh, stuff. No, and then like a how she plays. Majin it's all the moveless play. stuff, but I really don't feel like that gave a lot. Well, uh, the Japan's actually been like doing pages for them, uh, and I forgot who Majin Bama was endorsing, but he's actually like um, uh, like been translating what her what she's about. So she's actually uh, uh, just like Bang. So she has CLs, kind of like swords, but for her they're nails, and she gets ten per round. Uh, yeah, the, the, the keys. Yeah, the keys of it. The divine um, keys, yeah. So she gets ten per round. Uh, has an air version of it, plus on block <laughs> EX version. Uh, there's an explosion. Like the key explodes, so it leads to like big combos for her. Um, that and then like yeah, her specials are like you kind of play like um, what's her name, Namase from Uni, with like charged, uh, mix in going with overhead low slide. But yeah, looks really. I wasn't neat. expecting, um, the the thing of oh yeah, cute church girl is just bang Shishigami. Yeah, Shishigami. And my misplays blue. <laughs> you know what? I do too a little bit, but mostly blue looks hey. nice. At least I have alternative dark war. Yay. Yeah, um, they've also been showing off full-on, like, full matches for uh, Multi-Blood as well. Yeah, which showed off some interesting mechanics. Uh, so, like, people are talking about, oh, the, um... So I kind of knew, like, that Art Drive activation, uh, Moon Drive activation. Well, now we know that you get full Moon Drive meter at the beginning of the game. And Moon Drive activation is like a chain shift sort of thing, which, you know, is fine. But then, uh, uh, like people are saying, like, oh, it has eight frames of recovery after you do it. Well, we learned in the gameplay video now, those eight frames are, uh, fully invincible. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not like punishable or anything. It's still you get to pause the game and decide what the heck you want to do. You get to play whatever you want, um, afterwards. And so, that's, uh, that's both interesting and scary. Alongside stuff like uh, heat being able to be used in block stun, it looks like, and this other stuff like people are worried about defensive mechanics maybe too strong. Like out of shield, you can do this like slash upwards; it's fully invulnerable, and you can jump out of doing uh, uh moon drive. You can do these armored DPS that you can jump out of, and so. I don't know. The the game looks interesting. I'll have to wait till I actually, you know, get my hands on it, but Yeah, like I remember I was gonna talk about this. It, it could like, be pretty like wild and the crazy. The last time the last time I heard about it people being like, Well, this game is uh whatever. Last time I heard people like complaining about how a game is gonna be like they're gonna remove set play and remove okay. I'm like, this is just the same conversation we've had of Guilty Gear Strive. It's the same conversation we've had with every game ever, pretty much. And whenever the game comes out, it's like, oh no, there still is the thing. Yeah. There's literally still Loki in set play. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't watched these matches yet, as as you guys have, so I'm, I'm uh, interested in what the game will actually look they like. They tried to show off some more combo stuff 
Um, and it looked pretty cool. There was some rejumps and like uh, stuff other than BCBC, but it did look like there was a lot of um, mechanics to help facilitate. Maybe not easier combos, but like um, like the auto combo seemed to be well what they were going for mostly, but also like um, when they did like auto combos, there's like a thing where like Shiki did like uh, like a hit into a launcher, and the hit knocked him like way above his head, and then when he did the launcher, they teleported like down to the ground so that he could launch him. So it was like a recapture thing on his moves and stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, this is like, they're really trying to uh, like make sure that you can land these moves. Hmm. So people, I think, I think that is something that I'm not as worried about as other people with uh, like simple combos. Cause I don't mind stuff like that. Um, if the game like decides to not go as ham in the park on like execution. As long as there's like interesting stuff in it. Of course we won't get a beta like we did um Strive, so I won't have time before buying it to figure out how the game feels if it's too we have to wait. Whatever. I think Pathway Strive has like spoiled us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it did because I I really would have probably regretted spending sixty dollars on Strive because I would have like played it for a little bit and just been like, this game's okay, but I'd rather play something else. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to buy Lum- I'm going to buy Type Lumia, and I'm going to see. Like, I still don't really know who I'm going to play yet because like, Noel is a character I want to try. I'm going to try Miyako. And then I don't really know who else. I'm t- hoping to see maybe Akko get in, maybe Sachin, but that's kind of unlikely. Especially because I'm trying to think is there one or two more characters that are leaked? The quote unquote leaked. I've been, I've been not paying attention soft to revealed leaks. pretty much. They pretty much been like stated, but not officially that they're in the game. Uh, they said, like, a new character for every week, so I think, like, we have two more characters. Two more, okay, yeah, because the new ones, the main, is probably going to be the main villain. We don't know for sure, but it's probably going to be the main villain of the new Tsukihime, because Nio yeah, is not in the new least. Tsukihime, it's a different villain instead, so it's probably going to be him. We have three, technically three weeks, it depends if they're doing a character reveal on the week it comes out. Yeah, so... So yeah, we're getting probably the 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 main bad guy, the new Tsukahime, mm-hmm. uh, instead of Nero, and then we're probably getting like at least one more character, which I'm hoping is probably Akko. And she was in the trailer. I don't know if she's in the game, but she's she was prominently in the trailer. And so far, we've seen pretty much every character that's in the trailer besides Akko and Hime, uh, archetype Earth. Mm-hmm. Those those two are the only ones that we don't know that are in the not in the game that are in the trailer. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully the game is fun. Hopefully, I enjoy it, and hopefully you guys play it as well. Make sure you yeah. I mean, I'm getting it when it comes out. There are there are now two characters I want to play. So Uh, I'm guessing Who's who's the second one. Well, well, Brandon it, was gonna guess, so let's see. What I was gonna, gonna guess. Okay. So it's Coma. Yeah. Is it Noel? Noel. No. Uh, no. Yako, yeah. Yeah. Yako, you are okay. You want? I didn't think based off of this, but that seems like an Austin 
Like, I guess I mean, just, I mean, she has the fighting damn, style that I know yeah. me and Austin both really love. Like, that's the only reason I really play is because her fighting style is like, oh, I love this martial arts style. Yeah. I, I like play a lot of characters. Like, Videl has a very similar style. I like mm. that aesthetic of that fighting style. I like it as well. So, I'll be playing that character. Or I'll try that character. Are you gonna... No, you're gonna try out uh, Multi Blood when it comes out, game, or is it a not for you type of game? Um, I'm gonna see how it plays first. I'm not gonna lie; like, I get it's been a game that's been around for a while, and I've not played it before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the gameplay looks fun, but the characters look so disinteresting to me. Like they all look the same to me, and yeah, that's I think that's fair. Like, Too I'm sure there there are definitely differences. Again, I've not played the game, so I'm not gonna judge fully, but. Initially, when I saw it, I was just like, meh. Yeah, I think but, that's what happens when you like make a fighting game based off of like a visual novel in the first place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to stick with the visual novel designs. Like, I mean, Umi Neko has a fighting game and the characters look crazy as heck because Umi Neko's crazy as heck. But like, right. yeah, Tsukahime is really not. It's more of a fate thing. And, you know, fate has a few out of the parts. Characters, but a lot of times they're not that crazy. I mean, Fate, it's you know, came after. Tsukihime. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Akko accidentally created that universe or something like that. Same, uh, I think same artist, right? It's Nasu, yeah, same writer. I mean, like, yeah, like I said, I'm pretty writer. sure in Laura Akko, the Tsukihime character accidentally created the Fate universe or something like that when she was messing around with reality. Perfect. But yeah, no, I think that's fair to be like, oh, I'm not feeling this game. That's how I remember that's how a lot of people felt with uh fighting herds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I've always been against oh, this game this game doesn't look aesthetically cool. I'm not gonna play it. But I understand that that's a big reason why people like fighting games is because I wanna play something that looks cool and something that feels cool and if that's yeah. not in there then yeah, don't play it. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of like why I play certain games. It's like I like I like playing games. Uh, like I like to play characters that I generally think look cool, and I want to play a game that looks cool. You know? Yeah, because Austin was definitely on the thing of LMAO. Why would I play Undernight? Yeah, and then I Enkidu showed up, and I was like, oh, this guy looks cool. And then I played Enkidu, and I was like, okay, I could play this one character. Nothing else about the game was really captivating to me. The I feel like people fun. like that. Are people that love Killer Instinct. I do love Killer Instinct. Me <laughs> too. Just saying. But anyways, that's unrelated. It's a it like yeah. aesthetics matter, dude. Visual aesthetics and like how characters look like will impact if I get the game or not, regardless if it plays well. If I have no character I care about or want to play as, and like I'm not buying the game, like it. I guess that's why they added most beef. Yeah. I guess. Uh, Speaking of looks, oh, what's that supposed to mean? Did you get it? Because I'm segueing, segueing to Ash. Oh, okay, yeah. Ash Crimson looks fucking like Ash Crimson, dude. I, I, I love him. I know you do, Garrett. I know that this is the KOF character for you, but I could not care more about this charge character. I think they look great, though. I, I think he looks really good, like visually. I love his coat. Yeah, he has a he has a slight redesign where he now has like a Cruel Deville weird ass black thing around his neck. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. 
and then all of his like dark red, mm-hmm. like maroon, I think, is on his shirt. No, that got changed to black now. Yeah, looks great. I don't know. He still looks handsome as fuck. So you know, <laughs> I love him, but like I don't. I also don't want to play him because <laughs> I hate charge characters yeah. so much. That's that's the thing that keeps coming back to me. It's like, oh, this character looks, and then I go charge character. And my brain goes, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. I, I mentioned 13 as, like, my first KOF game, and it was one of my, I think it might have been even my first, like, actual fighting game. I played the mobile version of those, if it counts, but oh, yeah. I, I, I played Ash, and, like, I tried to play Ash more like it. <laughs> There's a reason I switched to Kula as my main character after trying out Ash first. Yeah. Charge characters are hard. But they're hard, especially for like people who are new to fighting games. It took me a long time to figure out how a charge motion worked without anyone teaching me. I mean, also in KOF in general. Yeah. What is what is uh what is like the leniency on Ashes? Because I know there's some stuff. Like when I played Sailor Moon, I played Sailor Mars, and like her charge timing was like by the time you charged a shot, like did the animation of throwing a fireball. If you held back, like after you threw a fireball, then you could throw another fireball immediately. And it was just like, it was like, like just a couple frames. I kind of thought it's very similar where like Saki's moves are like 10, like less than 10 frames. They're probably like five or six frames of charge. But then you have like Batista where it's like 22 frames for a fireball. Like, what is, what is Ash at? I think. I think it, I don't know. I don't know what's going to be in the new game. I never played Ash because I charge character. I didn't care to, to learn it. Um, they weren't very. It was a long charge time in like older Chaos games. I remember playing like some characters who had some charge motions. Yeah. They weren't like super long. If we, I correct. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's somewhere in the middle between those two examples, but I'm not too sure. I don't know what this new game's going to do. I don't know. Ash Crimson <laughs> might not even have charge moves in this game. Yeah, That's what I'm we'll hoping see. for, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, it's traditional. I'll keep it, yeah. I, I just know. If, uh, what's his name? If Leona has charge motions, then we know if he's going to have charge motions. For some reason, I I played Leona. Remember when we did like the, the KOF uh, 13 thing? And like we did like random characters, and I was like playing James, and I'm like, I, would, I will take your Leona, and you can like 3v1 me, because... <laughs> Leon is like the one character in that game I could actually play well, but I can't play Ash for some reason. And that's the only real thing they showed off was Ash. Um, but still, that game comes out in God uh, in February. February, yeah, like early February, early or mid February, I think. I I almost cried at my desk watching the 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 KOF fifteen stuff. At work, I was at work and it it showed, and I was just like, "This is great, this is looking so fucking good." Yeah, there's like the fifty thousand different uh, things they showed off of that trailer. Yeah, they showed off all the 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 different like, you know, ex move. Everyone's gonna have ex moves in general, and then there's like max mode and the the new guard crush. Or something. I don't remember what the the actual yeah, thing is called. I don't even know what that is, but yeah, that's new. It's the thing that costs one bar meter that is an armored hit. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the website right now. I'm trying to find it. It's it's honestly a, a really cool feature because it's gonna be a get off me system, basically. Shatter strike. What do I think KOF needs. Like, it, is it offensive or offensive? It's, it's like defensive. defensive. I think it's primarily defensive. So shatter so it's strike. Like a... 
weird alpha counter almost. Well, it, it's it's a you activate it, you do a quarter circle motion, then you press heavy punch and heavy kick, and it's a like your character is like an ex like armored move that takes one hit of armor, then knocks the opponent like away from you. And That's so like it's it's a it's a you jump in on me and I don't have a DP, I have a thing to stop you from doing that, or like. Like, oh, you're, I see you, like, a rushing at me with the move. I can do it to stop your move and then hit you away. It looks interesting. And yeah. max mode <laughs> is going to have, like, a, a small bit of, like, a pause in the game, which is going to make me be able to actually use max mode combos. Cause yeah, unless you want to do uh, Roman cancel max mode. Max mode quick, baby. That looks, and that looks sick. I'm, I'm hyped for that one, too. Um, EX special moves are going to be in the game that aren't going to be, like, going to be outside of max mode, which is going to be fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for a lot of the things that they showed off. And I think my original guess that American Sports Team was going to be in the game is probably false now, but they'll probably be one of these DLC teams. They might be the first DLC team. It'll be them whatever. Yeah, we're going to have to find out. I'm hoping that the next two weeks we get to know the names of the new characters. Yeah, those look sick, too. Love how they look. I love these new KOF characters look great, dude. Bad for 15. Yeah, all, all exciting all around. I think that's the last bit of news, too, yeah. as far as I know. That means we talk about Soul Calibur. Oh, gosh. Hey. Finish it off. Let's finish the fight. We're doing DLC, which I know... Actually, not that much about. Unfortunately, I'll be. Well, don't worry. Looking up we have the a, a Soul Calibur guide mm-hmm. to help us, and by guide, I mean Kalen, the Soul Cal master in this group. I've never played this game in my life. Oh, we're fucked again. Oh wow! Well. Okay. Once I, I get talk the page up and look at the DLC uh, <laughs> DLC again, it'll come back to. Yeah, so we're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna do the the Soul Calibur specific characters first and then end each season with a DLC with the guest character. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who you... Yeah, starting with the uh, first uh, DLC character that came out, which was Tira. Man, oh. what a character. What a character. Is that a good what a character or a bad what a character? Yes. Absolutely yes. Tira, aesthetically, love. Gameplay don't. Exactly. Like, I love I love me like a crazy psychopath lady. Um, I think her design in this game looks super fucking sick. I love the colors. I love the hair. But like the stupid circle sword, what the fuck's going on here? And then actually seeing her gameplay, my brain goes, "Yeah, I don't want to ever play this character ever." I thought her weapon was cool too, but same thing. <laughs> Gameplay just made me not want to play her. Yeah, I don't that, remember I if I ever saw her being played. I know that there was was it was it Big Paul that played her? No, it was David. Dave? Oh, it was Dave. Okay. Yeah, I know there was someone that played it. I'm just like, yeah, I remember this character like existing, but I don't remember like, I because like I know I remember like the design looks interesting, not what I'm into, but like it looks like definitely flavorful enough that I could see why people like her. But like, uh, yeah, just like that, not my style. I just don't ever remember like actually seeing her in action much. 
I just, I don't know. I got nothing. Kayla, what do you feel about this character? <laughs> You're fine. Um, Tira is, I mean, I, I gotta give the devs credit because she's a very unique character. Um, I mean, compared to the rest of the cast, compared to her playstyle, compared to the type of weapon that she uses, I mean, she uses a bladed hula hoop. Who would have thought of that? Um, so I, I think she's a very unique character. I personally like playing her. I, I, I've got a pocket too. Um, she's a lot of fun, and in my opinion, anyway. Um, in the right hand, she can actually be insanely devastating. Um, she not be friendly. I'll say that. She's friendly. There's a lot to manage with her. And I think the thing that draws some people is that is an RNA factor with her that you have to deal with a lot of times and it can make or break you. Um so it comes down to management a little bit, understanding what um you need to do wish you need to get to an optimal um uh, point to you know get the most damage out of what you're doing uh it's it, it's a lot of brain work um but once you once you got her down I, I think she's a lot of fun uh and i mean like if for people who haven't played caliber don't know Tiro, you know obviously she uses um like a wing blade they call it um so it's basically like a hula hoop that's just like one big blade and yeah, a hula hoop that can kill you yeah um <laughs> Interesting things about her. So she has two um, stances or two kind of like moods, I guess. She has jolly and gloomy. So she kind of has like a split personality kind of um, persona. And um, so gloomy is more like high damage, aggression, um, you know, things like that. Whereas jolly is more like a lot more pokey, a lot more movement, uh, a little less damage, but, you know, safer frames and stuff like that. Um, and then in this iteration, they added a brand new um, uh, uh, mode called Coda, which essentially, if you get up to nine mood swaps in between Jolly and Gloomy, you know, that's, it, she has these mood swaps that are built into her gameplay and whatnot. Like some moves can, you know, center into gloomy, some can center into jolly, or vice versa. Um, and once she does that nine times back and forth, she enters what's called Coda. And basically, it gives her access to all of her um, <clears throat> her soul charge moves that she gets in gloomy um, when um, she's in soul charge. So you don't even need to spend the meter at that point, which is kind of ridiculous. And it's the, the damage output from that is insane. Like gloomy Tira and like Coda Tira, I would put like top five, maybe top three in terms of damage in the game. And honestly, overall. Um, but yeah, so the her drawbacks though, again, she's a lot to manage, not beginner friendly. Because of like the type of you know weapon that she has, they integrated. And this is like when she first came out as a character. She was first introduced in Soul Calibur Three. Um, she actually does damage to herself um, with certain moves. Not every move, but with certain moves. And it's just like tiny little slivers. So it's not like you're taking chunks out of your health bar to do things. Um, but they are like tiny little slivers. And so that's another thing you have to manage as well. And things like that so overall she is a 
she can be a very rewarding character in the right hands, but you're probably going to want to have a clear understanding of the game first, probably get some other characters in your hands, and then start messing around with her. And I'm not saying you have to be a character specialist to play her or want to play her, but I think if you are, that's going to benefit you in this regard because there's a lot to explore with her. Yeah, it's definitely a character that you have to put time into, basically. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, like you're running the mill, like reuse, or it's just kind of like plug and chug. Mm-hmm. chug. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree in terms of like just character aesthetic and like personality. She's really, really fun. Um, you know, she's she is that kind of crazy psychopathic um, killer in a sense. Um, I mean, she's an assassin. That's essentially what her archetype is. Um, but you add in kind of like the um, the the two personalities um, in there, and it kind of gives you different versions of that. I think her look is really cool. Um, you know, they took some elements from all the past games, kind of made a new outfit for her, which looks great. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, she definitely gives you like crazy bad guy, almost. Not not quite, but almost kind of like Harley Quinn vibes. Yeah, in a sense. Say. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, anyone who kind of likes that kind of aesthetic and personality and stuff like that, I think they'll have a lot of fun with her. Yeah. All righty. Now, the next character is uh, Amy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Well, it's a, it's a classic. Kind of- Kind of the opposite for me. Uh, don't like her design, but I think she's really fun to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I have the exact same opinion as Troy here. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I really, like the... really don't like her design. Really like her gameplay, though. Mm-hmm. How surprising is it that I like her design a lot? I like her design a lot, too, okay? I... Um, she looks like a... I, I admit, like the... I don't know if there's like an archetype, but like... The the like living dolls or whatever like something yeah, like, like they look Gafita. like they're like a dress up doll but yeah like Gafita, Gafita, Lolita Lolita it's very yeah, that's what it's called yeah, Lolita very, okay yeah Lolita very Harajuku um yeah I like it's, that style yeah, yeah she reminds me of uh what's her name uh Celeste from uh, Danganronpa ah uh, yeah. yeah except for yeah. red hair instead of black and white but yeah I can see uh, it. yeah <laughs> yeah she's got those curls. Um, but yeah, no, like here, I I agree with everyone to an extent. Like, I think her design actually fits her. Um, I think what the devs had in mind is like she was introduced in three, um, just as like a clone character of Raphael, but just to like introduce her as like just part of the lore and stuff like yeah. that. But she had the exact same move set as Raphael. And four, they started giving her her own move set and her own ways of playing and stuff like that. So four, she kind of became a her own character, mm-hmm. and she had like that kind of same vibe. But she had just like a short skirt and not kind of like the big hoop skirt around it either. And then in five, um, she was actually Viola. Viola and Amy are the same person. Um, and then oh. in six, it explains how that came to be if you play through the story mode. Um, so I think, you know, since six is kind of a soft reboot in a sense, I think it makes sense 
um, that they, I think they still kept the short skirt because it's kind of like alluding to the fact that she becomes Viola down the line, but they still gave her the hoop skirt because she's still Amy. She's still, you know, is, you know, living with Raphael, you know, her adoptive father and stuff like that. And still kind of like part of that. It gives her that nobility kind of factor. And also not a vampire. Also not a vampire. Yeah. Raphael, yeah. <clears throat> Raphael wasn't a vampire the whole time. Yeah. Um, in fact, the one time Raphael was a vampire was my, I think, favorite design of Raphael. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he was, he was, which one? Four, he was four and five. I think five. Yeah, five with the, five, Raphael. The hat? The hat, yeah, okay. Thick yeah, hat, yeah. That was a cool design. Uh, uh, he sucked in that game, but it was a cool design. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think I think her her look is pretty appropriate. For what she is and you know i think you know they come from france i believe and it, it all just that sounds about right. it all ties in um yeah. appropriately um and then her gameplay is fun too like she's yeah i really like her gimmick a lot of the uh the roses the rose yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun um she used to be op as heck like when she came out she's been nerfed a little bit now she's still very very good um but yeah they nerfed some of her damage they nerfed a few of her mechanics and whatnot but um yeah for anybody who doesn't play you know as we've talked about before like pretty much every character in this game has a gimmick to some extent now which i think is pretty cool it adds to the diversity and um uh why can i not think of a word right now (laughs) the tactics for lack of a better term yeah um it's like uh all strategy favorite game yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) as to the strategy of things um but yeah, so what she has is she has rose counters and she has red roses and white roses and she has certain moves that, you know, she can either throw roses at you or she can, you know, do a move and then tag you with a rose or something like that. And as you as you tag your opponent with those roses, you build your rose meter. And then once you max out uh, four roses for either red, white or both, you get certain buffs and extra abilities and moves and extra damage and stuff like that. Um, as you meet those so uh, Amy players obviously she is a very fast in your face mix up character Um, very rush down very keep you guessing Um, and whatnot she has a lot of parry options uh, to kind of you know keep her turn and things like that or set up things where she can tag you with roses ultimately to you know build up to those kind of buffed versions of herself Mm -hmm. um and they don't cost roses, right? Roses are like uh, just a level type thing. Like Frank West, where it's like, oh, now you're level two. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't. No, you, you don't. You just keep it. Yeah. So you don't spend them. Like once you tag somebody with the roses, like they're it's there. That's you know it counts. Um, and those don't go away. Um, and what I think the actual um term is called red rose perception and white rose perception. Um, so once you get all four roses for either of them, you get that perception for the rest of the match. Mm-hmm. Now, there are, uh, I don't want to get too specific into it, but um, she does, you know, some of the buffs she gets is like, you know, like if you want to go for red roses, she gets more damage on certain things. She gets um, some uh, some follow-ups or some extra add-ons to some of her moves and things um, and whatnot. Whereas, like, White Rose, she gets, um, a lot of her moves get safer, um, or faster, 
and then she also gets some extra lethal hit options out of it too. Now, I will say when you use those lethal hits that you get from the White Rose Perception, you only get to use those once. So you don't get to keep using those. You'll still have White Rose Perception, but you don't get to use those lethal hits constantly. That, okay. That'd be a little OP because um, they're pretty damaging depending on... Yeah, just know. like... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. Just like another character that we're gonna talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um I like I like mini okay. games in fighting games, you know? I like mm-hmm. I like this this really this really weird like well I need to do all these certain uh like things like miniature objectives in the game to make my character a little stronger. Yeah, like, I really like it. I think my favorite version of that is still like Phoenix Wright and Frank West from Marvel Three. Yeah. Or like like there was certain um uh what character? There was a like injustice kind of had it, um, and then Mortal Kombat, you know, with killing blows or um, fatal not killing blows. blows, fatal blows. Thank you, fatal blows. Like that was the whole concept of like that combo structure. Was like you're trying to get build up your thing to get your fatal blows ready, mm-hmm. um, which I think is fun. I, I like mini games. It adds. It, it makes me as a player focused on more things to work on, but I don't like it when it's like too complicated. You know. Right. I think yeah. Frank West is like a good example of like, I get it. I need to land this so my, my attacks just generally get stronger or whatever. And I got to take a picture. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, in terms of Amy, um, she, I wouldn't say she's beginner friendly. If you like to hit buttons a lot, then she's your character. <laughs> um. But like, she takes time to really nail down she there's a lot of control that is required to play her um well to make sure that you aren't leaving a lot of holes or you know overextending or things like that um and then knowing your options and knowing you know having a strategy going in um specifically as well because a lot of times a lot of amy players won't try to go for both full red and full white versus anymore it's just not worth it at least in a tournament setting um and by the way if you get both of those you get purple perception which is just op as all hell um but we don't know we'll talk about that uh but a lot of people will think okay i'm gonna go into this and get white roses or i'm gonna go into this and get red roses and that's what they'll base their strategy around so you can do a lot with her um she's she's pretty malleable but she does have kind of a set kind of objective going into a match um not that she is bad or anything without her roses but you definitely want those buffs over time because uh, they definitely give you an edge and can give you that comeback factor if you need it yeah but all around she's a very very good solid um fast character um mm-hmm. that is very very viable in tournament yeah Alrighty, you guys ready to hear me groan? Oh, don't you dare! Because we're talking about Cassandra. Why I like Cassandra? What do you not like about Cassandra? Dude, playing Troy okay. <laughs> makes me hate Cassandra so much. Yeah, <laughs> she's alright if you know how to play her or play against her, rather. I really don't like this character. This, this is the start <laughs> of the like point where. The DLC is beyond what I have played of the game. We're like, oh, we didn't stop talk about keeping TV. up. We're talking about her after this. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I uh, ever really design. saw too much of this, so I can't say too much. Just look at design; it looks okay. Yeah, kind of reminds me of Wagner. Um, with like buffing your shield to get a enhanced normals and follow-ups, but yeah, really fun. Yeah, I like also steppies. <clears throat> also, what? Steppies. Oh yeah, <laughs> she does. Steppies and face sitting and all that fun stuff. I love Sophidia. <laughs> oh wait, Sophidia? That's my I only. Know. That's my biggest complaint. Is no, this, no, no. this character is just Sophidia again to me? I and like disagree. yeah, they play yeah they play different or whatever, but like yeah, I think she literally was a clone though in Soul Calibur two. To be fair, mm-hmm. no, she wasn't. She was. She was still unique. They did have some similarities, yes, but she still had a unique move set. Yeah, it's like I don't really like Sophia, but uh, Cassandra like plays completely differently uh, to me. That made her like really enjoyable. That and you know, lightning characters are already going to be like what I sent for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I would say Cassie's more beginner friendly. I mean, she's she's a very like fast, explosive um, character. Like you know, high damage. You know, hitting buttons a lot. A lot of safe moves that you're plus on um and stuff like that you know she is she is similar to sophie in a sense you know that she's still got the thunder gimmick and whatnot um although she uses a lot more than sophie sophie it's more geared towards her soul charge by itself um cassie can cassie's got this gimmick where she can you know like you said you know buff her uh weapons uh with certain moves with thunder and um, that can kind of give her, you know, extra damage or extra follow-ups or, you know, what have you during it. Um, but she's a very, I would say she's a lot of fun if, you know, you know, if you t- yeah, decide to pick her up. Um, she's got a spunky, bratty, cocky personality. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's like the more kind of, I mean, she's literally Sophie's kid sister. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Sophie's kind of like the more restrained, demure half of them, and Cassie's the more, you know, crazy young um, you know, type. But um yeah, they do play similarly in a sense, you know, they've got like Angel Step, you know, two three six, um, although Cassie has a two one four as well. Um Yeah, but, and, and she's she's just got a lot of options, a lot of safety and just a lot of damage um so I, I think the one thing i would caution people again you know fast characters like these it's easy to overextend so a little bit of control is necessary um yes. but it i wouldn't say as much as amy amy's a little more intricate than cassie is but yeah, i i got nothing about this character they're just they're just them, I guess. Yeah. 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 She's solid. She's all about her own. I'll say that. Um I'm already you guys ready to say it with me. This is the what that you're saying the the thing. Glory to mankind. The, the okay. whole reason we're doing this. The whole reason we're doing this whole podcast episode is so Gary can talk about this character. Yeah, we're talking about your high unit to be. Yeah, the secret style. Maybe this character from Near Automata. 
<laughs> Yay! I, I yes, never get to be sad I, in a fighting game. Yeah, I no. will say, you know, never in my in my life would I expect to see two be in a fighting game, and then here they are showing up, and I was like, you know what? Kind of awesome. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, it works. Yeah. My favorite thing about it is whenever Yoko Taro announces, like, hey, you can have 2B in any game, just gotta give me money. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's So Namco just, just gave him money. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, sure. Was that, like, his response to the crossover uh, with uh, the mobile game? Uh, yeah, yeah mobile something game. like that. We're just like, yeah, just give, just give me money. Yeah, the movie like when it's like, why, why is, why is two B in the near mobile game? It's like a different something other. And he's like, because, because I want money and it's yeah. going to sell. Very much. But yeah, I love two B in this game. Mm-hmm. I I love her a lot. I never played her. I never cared to play her. I think she's a fun addition. I think her gameplay looks wacky. Um, it gives me very similar um, Noctis in Tekken vibes. Um, not in like they play the same, but just like this character does crazy wacky bullshit that no other character really can. Um, that's it. Yeah, she is the closest you're gonna get to a uh, anime fighter. Yeah, in this care in this game, which you know, cool, I guess. I got nothing to talk about this character though. I don't. I've never played near games. I have no real interest in them. So, all right, they exist. Troy, what about you? I know you used to play two B. <coughs> uh, yeah, I thought she was really fun. Um, pretty simple and easy to get into. While, uh, it was back then in the game, so I kind of just went unka bunka. But she was really fun. Um, I didn't really play any of the near games either, so I didn't have a huge attachment to her, but. Um, aesthetically, she looked super neat. Uh, place that was super fun of just getting to like, hey, I'm just gonna press buttons and she's gonna do some cool shit. Also, I just like characters with big buttons. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah. And also big buttons that you can like cancel at any point. Yeah, I forgot about that actually. It's been a while since like I touched her. I think I honestly stopped touching her like. It was kind of like silly, but I honestly stopped touching her once I realized, like, oh man, everyone's just playing this character, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, I remember the announcement. People are flipping out. Like, yeah, um, nobody was expecting that for real. Uh, but I think it, it coming, you know, from a Soul Calibur perspective, again, I wouldn't expect to be to be a guest character. In the game, but after seeing her play and you know things like that, I was like, "This actually works." And I, I think she's got a lot of good things as a, a character addition to the game going for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, obviously, she's a well-known, popular character yeah. that you know from the Near Autonoma series that people love, um, which was a very successful series, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, two, like her aesthetics, cool. Um, three, one thing that I appreciate. And I'm I I was never like a big near player either, but I did you know look into it. And one thing I do appreciate is that the devs for Caliber um, did take a lot of her gameplay from near and incorporated it into her yeah. move set. So like it, she that dash you mm-hmm. can just do whenever in mm-hmm. uh, Automata. Yeah, her aggression dance. Yeah, there's yeah, a and then every mm-hmm. single pod you have like almost if not every single pod 
function as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they stayed very true to how the character plays in Mirror. So it, it, it feels very familiar. And um, I feel that's a good thing to help get players into, you know, playing the game more, especially if they've never played a fighting game before. So, you know, like, let's say they brought a bunch of near players over to uh, play Soul Calibur and like, well, we've never played fighting games before, but this character still feels similar to how I played them in Mirror. So that's, I, I think that's a good, smart way to kind of, you know, bring people and introduce them to uh, a fighting game or caliber in general, period. Um, but overall, like, Davy's just fun all around, you know. She's got a, she's got a huge toolkit, I'll say that. Uh, she's pretty easy to pick up. Again, one of those characters that, like, over time, if you want to get more serious with her, you start learning how to, some control and things and knowing your options, you know, just because, one thing I caution fighting game players with and especially new fighting game players is that just because a character has a big move list doesn't mean you need to be using every single one of those moves all the time yeah you know? yeah that's a that's a huge thing i feel like for a lot of people it's especially like tekken I feel like a lot of people get tekken and they go like oh my god this move list is enormous and they they get either discouraged or like have a hard time going right. through it and it's like nah do it nah dude also with tekken it's like like right punch is one move then right punch plus second right punch is a second move mm-hmm. and so like there's like a five hit string that's five different moves so like it's not i don't know like all moves that you know. but i think soul Calibur right. doesn't do it like that right yeah no no um so like tech and like yeah caliber has like um instead of like tekken where it's like you know left and right punch kick and stuff like that caliber's more like you have horizontal moves, which we refer to on, you know, from in terms of button stance or um, horizontal uh, vertical kick. Yeah, notations. We have we have horizontals, your A. We have verticals, which is your B. You have kicks, which is your K. And then your G is your guard, um, which also, you know, can act to cancel uh, moves and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so that's like the base kind of thing. That's and that's for any caliber game for the most part. Um, but yeah, no, Tubi's, Tubi's a lot of fun. There's a lot to her. There's a lot familiar, you know, from, from Mir as well. Um, she could be very, you could, you can play her in a number of ways too. Like you could play her in a very aggressive manner. Um, you know, just crazy rush down, mix up all day. Um, you can play her a little more from a distance. She has a lot of ranged options as well. Um, when you think of caliber, you don't think of like zoning, as much as you think of other games, uh, not to say there isn't zoning in it, of course, there are definitely ranged characters in the game. And as the series has grown, they've, you know, added things like projectiles and stuff like that. Again, not every character has one of those, but it does, it has added another little thing to kind of think about when you're playing the game, which is cool. <clears throat> um, but TV does have some projectiles. She has um, more ranged options. She has a lot of get in, get out options. Um, she has, you know, some aerial stuff as well. A lot of aerial stuff, actually, come to think of it. Um, so you can pop somebody in the air, juggle them in the air, um, knock them back down. She has a lot of ring out options. Um, she has a few fake out things. Her soul charge is pretty devastating. Um, I know you can. I've seen people wearing people out from like the middle of the stage with her soul charge. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, and then one thing too, her uh, kind of lure 
kind of uh, her it's kind of a pod function um it's kind of like yeah the fishing function. yeah the fishing <clears throat> thing so she one of her stances is called angler stance and she'll throw the pot out like she's going fishing and she can catch you and hoist you up in the air and bring you to her um that's always fun and then um yeah her actual gimmick is she collects what we call analysis points or the game is calling analysis points and you know a lot like other characters gimmicks if you collect um, a certain amount of them. I think for her, it's nine, nine analysis points. Yeah, it was like eight or nine. It's something crazy. Yeah, you get you know access to more you know lethal hit options out of certain moves or certain scenarios, and which you know definitely nets you bigger combos, bigger damage, and just a whole nother layer of strategy mm-hmm. that goes into that. So, um, again, you know, there's there's a bit to manage there, but I think she's it definitely a lot of fun. And a lot of players who are coming into the Caliber series from like Nier or maybe other games will, um, or that have played Nier anyway, um, will get a little bit of a nostalgia feel and, and feel probably a bit more comfortable like playing her in a fighting game setting than they initially thought coming into it. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think she was actually like to, you know, the entire Caliber community's surprise, a very good guest character choice. Mm hmm. Yeah. Luckily, six just keeps having those because we're going on to season two. Uh huh. Hey, where we are halfway there. Four characters left. Uh huh. Jeez, I forget who the first one of season two was. It was a Hilda. Oh, it was Hilda. Okay. Oh yeah, this character super neat, and I didn't even like play her that much, but uh, Mm -hmm. was super excited about it. I think I remember her mostly from uh, the fact that she is infamous in uh, Soul Calibur 4, wasn't she? She yeah. was that character, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one where she was a character that was banned. Yeah, she got like super banned and people were all scared of her. And it's like, I hear people now saying like, oh, she wasn't that good. So, yeah. So the thing about Hilda with... Um, Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, Soul Calibur 4. She was introduced in Soul Calibur 4 as a, as a new character. And for those who aren't familiar with her, she's a um, she has a short sword and a long spear. So she kind of uses those intermittently. She can play close range. She can play from a distance and um, whatnot. And she is the only charged character in Calibur's franchise. She's the only charged character we have. So obviously a lot of holding buttons and releasing um moves and stuff like that um the thing in four is when she was introduced she had a doom combo that could really ring you out from anywhere and obviously you know caliber having ring outs that's a free round if you ring somebody out um it was just too good it was just too good um and the devs wouldn't nerf it or anything so the community just ended up banning her from tournament and I, I mean, I think it was a good move. You know, it's you know, it, it's it's just a buzzkill. The other day, the character's still great. The character's still fun to play, but you know, that's just not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not playing uh, anime fighters over here with you know like a hundred percent compost mm-hmm. and stuff. This was just this was just straight up cheap. Um, but yeah, I, mean, and yeah, I over... think you mean Marvel fighters. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, that too. That's pretty much. Different. Yeah, that too. Um. But yeah, no, and and she's been in the game since four, so she's been in four, she's been five, she's now in six. I think, um, I definitely think six is her best version. 
so far. Um, you know, she doesn't she that Doom combo's gone, so nothing to worry about there. And um again, she's a charge character. So if that's if those are the type of characters you like to play, I would definitely recommend getting her a shot. Um again, get the basics of the game down first, uh, because she is a little more I wouldn't say she's beginner friendly at all. Um she's very unique in her playstyle, but um she's yeah she's a lot of fun she is a more i mean you can be offensive and aggressive with her but she's better from like a spacing and turtley kind of like defensive mindset um i think she does better playing a spacing game than she does in your face not to say she can't mm-hmm. but um yeah she's definitely got range on people uh and her gimmick is that okay so she has these things called regalias and they apply to both her sword and her spear and um they activate you know once you release certain charges and they hit your opponent and actually land a hit on them um they'll start glowing so that's how you know you've got that regalia activated and those regalias you know like a lot of the other gimmicks kind of like net you more options you know bigger launches more damage more safe moves or more aggressive moves you know essentially they're kind of like buffs and you know she you can use them as you will to kind of gain the upper hand um but yeah i i love her design in this game like she's you know um lore wise she's like a queen of a kingdom and everything and um like her aesthetic is like wolves and stuff and they actually incorporated that into her super this time around which i think is one of the cooler supers in the game um but she just looks so regal and pretty but like also like can just beat your ass so i I don't know she just comes across as a very strong personality Mm -hmm. um which i think is very appealing yeah but I I don't oh, know. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I, got, I got nothing for this character personally. I like them in four a good bit. Um, I like design a lot. I just didn't play. I we're also at the point where I haven't played many of these characters. Um, uh, but yeah, I I think mm-hmm. I overall like this character. Like I I like yeah. like them a good bit. Like yeah. they're neat and interesting and like, you know, good start to a season two. I would say. I would agree. Yeah. Um, I will say she's very underplayed, uh, in terms of the Soul Calibur Six, and it's probably like in the franchise in general. Again, it's probably mostly because she's a charged character, and that's a completely different play style at times than what people are used to. Um, yeah. so that that just might not be everybody's cup of tea, which is perfectly fine. Um, uh, but I will say when it when you do get to see people play her, people who are more than competent. Playing her, it is it is a treat to watch. She's a lot of fun to watch and play. Um, but I will say, like, if you are serious about picking her up, make sure you like have time to dedicate to her. Again, yeah. you don't have to be a character specialist or anything. Um, but she is again, she's a little more unique than the rest of the cast, and you definitely want to invest some time and get that muscle memory down on your charges and your loops and stuff like that. She does a lot of kind of like um, launch looping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and then knowing your frame traps, she has some pretty disgusting frame traps and whatnot. Um, but yeah, overall, a very solid character, a very underused character, but um, I would say very viable. Uh, I, I mean, the, the whole cast for the most part is viable, period. 
in this game. I think there's definitely still a bit of a hierarchy tier-wise, but I, I think every character in this game is, you know, could win a tournament in the right hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Hmm. Held is fun. Just, mm-hmm. just be patient with her. Alrighty, we're going from one pretty character to another pretty character. This character's fucking awesome. I like this character uh, a lot. Does it suck? Because we're talking about Setsuka. Yeah. Yeah. The, this is the character the entire community was asking for. Yeah, this, I, is the, this is the character I think everybody, for the most part, wanted to come back the most. Character's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. That's good. cool. Yeah, that's just so fucking cool. I love <laughs> this design. I love this gameplay. It's it's good time. Good mm-hmm. time. So, yeah, so Setsuka is very much like a quick-draw blade character who hides her blade in an umbrella, um, which is already a pretty cool aesthetic, as is. Um, and it, I, I will say this up front, just to let everybody know, this is not a beginner-friendly character. Yeah. This is probably one of the hardest characters in the game to use um, like at a precise level. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a lot of you know, just inputs that you have to hit on, you know, specific frames um, and whatnot to max out your damage. She does have options that you don't have to do that, but you get less damage out of it. I mean, they're just inputs. Mm-hmm. I was making a joke and you said they're just inputs. <laughs> wow. Anyway, moving on, you were saying? <laughs> you tried. Thank you. I tried. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's just overall, she's... If you have the time to dedicate it to her, if you, you know, have a good understanding of how the game works in general, if you um, are willing to, you know, make your fingers bleed a little bit, (laughs) she's a lot of fun. Um, She's very cool to watch to play. She's got insane damage. Um, She's got some really interesting stuff, too. Like, you know, she can float with her umbrella and do all kinds of things like that. She didn't have that in 4 when she was introduced. Um, oh, actually, I think she was introduced in three. I could be wrong. Was it three or yeah, she was oh, in three. Okay. She was in three. Okay, thank you. Yeah, she was in three and four. Okay, thank you. Yeah, she in three and four. She was just kind of like just you know a quick draw and sheath kind of blade type character, and she's still that. But now they've kind of given her some other properties. Like again, like I said, she can float with her umbrella um, and things like that, which is kind of cool. Uh, she has a few aerial attacks out of that, or she can use it to kind of get away if you want. Um, she's got a lot of cool combos. Um, what else? What else? What else? She has a new kind of stance where she can go back and she has three options out of it. And it's like a very like, like instant flash kind of attack as well. Um, which is a very cool addition to the game. It's very flashy. Um, which this character is, the character is just very flashy in general. So if you like flashy characters, this is your character. Yeah. This this character looks cool in motion. I've seen this character a few times, just like sheer curiosity of like, what does the character look like? And God, this character is cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, one of my friends is arguably like the best caliber player in the world. And actually, mains her. Um, mm-hmm. His his tag or his tournament tag he goes by his woes, and that's W H O. I think it's A. H H Z. Let me let me double check real quick. I forget how he spells it. Um, but it's woes. Uh, da, 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 da. Actually, 
you should find it on YouTube. Okay, there it is. So it's W-O-A-H-H-Z-Z, Woes. Um, arguably one of the best, if not the best caliber players in the world currently. Yeah, I, I've and seen on the play before. Yeah, he mains Setska. Uh, he plays, I mean, he can play the majority of the cast well, period. But he mains Setska. Setska's his favorite character, and he's a monster with her. So if you want to see some, like, the highest level Seska play you can find, look him up. You can find plenty of stuff on YouTube and whatnot um, as well. But he makes his character look really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, cooler than she already just is. So yeah. it, this was a very welcome and uh, awesome addition to the cast. Um, I think everyone's a little frustrated she was locked behind DLC, especially season two, like, um, with caliber team kind of making us wait for her but i mean i she's in there so we're happy um but yeah again like if you like very precise characters if you like you know very precise inputs um you know big reward stuff like that um a lot of flashy stuff yeah she's she's your character yeah super cool character be prepared to get frustrated when you miss inputs (laughs) i do all the time yeah, but big fan of this one. This is a winner. This is probably the most winner winner. Yeah, could be very cool. Mm-hmm. And like, already for uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was going to mention her gimmick too, real quick. But um, again, yeah, very yeah. very similar to um the rest of the cast. She has uh these different um symbols up by her health bar. I think um there's a snowflake, there's a um sakura blossom, and then there's a moon. And you fill those up over the course of the game. Um, doing different types of moves or whatnot. So, like, whether it's, like, getting hits on an opponent or getting counter hits or, you know, things like that, um, those fill up. And then, obviously, as you fill those up, you get different buffs, you know, to your moves or you get more frames to things and um, or things get safer, rather. You get more damage and stuff like that. So, yeah, fun stuff. And uh, Season 2 keeps on being a gift that's giving. Because we're going to skip the next DLC character because I'm saving him for last. <laughs> because now we're talking about the other cool motherfucker, <laughs> Wang. Wang. Yeah. Wang. Uh, I love him. It, this is a character. I like this character from the older games a good bit. Uh, I like his older designs and like I like I was just a fan of this character. And then this design happened and I went, huh? Excuse <laughs> me? I know. And I, I have mixed feelings. Yeah. I love it. I love Korean Bloodborne. <laughs> Thank you. You beat me to it. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, I love this design. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I just think it's sick as fuck. Just like, yeah. Here's this dude who's like, hasn't been in a game since like three. Now he's coming back. And he looks so cool because of it. Um, this is like a drastic redesign. It's not just like, a, you know, here's a small change. Mm-hmm. And then they also gave him like more than just his uh, sword. <laughs> yeah, they gave him the cards or whatever. The, uh, yeah, the uh, Onio magic. Mm-hmm. Which is like a uh, specific magic in like eastern part of uh, the world. Mm-hmm. I know that because that was literally my build in Neo 2. Mm-hmm. What was your build? I'm sorry. 
Uh, magic. Oh, yep. Those are the, uh, the Onio, Onio magic. Yep. So yeah, it basically uses like those like I guess spell cards mm-hmm. is the way you can describe uh, them, but yeah. uses those talismans. talismans. Yeah. 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 No, he's pretty cool. He uses spell cards, talismans, and then just goes to town. But in general, I think he's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Huang's interesting as a, in in terms of play style. Like again, you know, like you said, he has a set number of talismans that he starts with, and you can use them in different ways. You can use them to buff certain things. You can use them to, um, you know, like build your uh guard. Or excuse me, your uh well, actually your guard gauge. You can build meter. Um, you can put extensions on the combos. Um, you can you know add them into little things too. Like certain things have like extensions on them, or you're doing like a guard crush instead of like a regular move or you know things like that but he is it's very it's very kind of like um uh item management in a sense so like he starts out with nine and um you know as you you know you use them you get down closer to zero uh once you go under zero you can actually go negative on these you can you can keep using them infinitely is the thing so you never run out of them however the more you use them and the more negative you get, I think you can go down to negative nine. Um, the more of a detriment it's going to be throughout the match for you. So let's say like you, you know, use up your, all your talismans in the first round and the next round, let's say you're in like negative five or whatever that will actually start you off with less health the next round. Um, so it is a negative to him. So it's, it's very much, yeah you know, um, managing those. Now, again, like I said, you can go down to like negative nine. You can still keep using them. You know, it's not like you run out at that point. Um, but it is going to hurt you. Um, there are some, I, I don't, I don't play him. I never, uh, looked into him extensively, but I think there are some, uh, actual, uh, buffs or whatnot, or, you know, things you can get out of being in negative as well. So it, it's, he's very strategic actually um now in terms of his like actual like play style um he's got kind of a i mean he's got a chinese sword he's got a bit of a stance going um a lot of kicks with this character yeah um a lot of martial arts and weapon stuff yeah this character Mm -hmm. uh a lot of his moves are they actually like are neutral on block a lot of his moves put you and your opponent just at neutral period like a lot of his stuff isn't negative it's not positive it's just kind of like you throw it out and then you go from there so he's not very much like a huge rushdown character uh, he's not very much a like a huge zoner um he's just kind of like a mid-range kind of like uh, pacing character like you you want to pace yourself with him a little bit he's a little more observational what your opponent's doing um and punishing them and then setting up just favorable situations for yourself throughout the match so it's a little more kind of like uh, i don't want to say full-on space control but there is a bit of that in there um i don't know it's just kind of like strategizing as you go and then um using what your opponent's doing against them in a sense yeah i i this is all from like just visually watching character the little bit i have seen them play i like how this character is like played i like how like the the strategy or like the the mindset you go into playing this character i really enjoy watching them uh 
a cool character. It's a great addition to the roster, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. And again, it was nice to see him again. I don't know if anybody's really expecting him, but he's yeah. been he's been out of the mix for a while now. So um, it's kind of nice to see him come back as a legacy character. Yeah, and they did a great job in like it, legacy characters. Like you know, it, it can get really boring to get like like in Street Fighter when Honda comes out. Like it's it's Honda. You know, it's, it's just Honda. There's no like yeah. they're not gonna they didn't do anything crazy different. Um, and like he it plays like Honda, there's some like new moves he can do, but like it, it's Honda still. Um but like when Blanca came out, Blanca had the, the Blanca Chan like inflatable mascot outfit that they I think they should have just made his default outfit. And, yeah. and like you know, you can unlock normal Blanca or whatever. Like it's good whenever you can bring back a character who's a you know, a legacy nostalgia character, but like change up the design or do something new with them, like evolve them that like this completely changes what he used to look like, you know? He used to just be, like, guy with headband. Uh, and now he's Bloodborne, uh, which is cool. And that's, I, I think it's, like, I, I, I'm conflicted because I like the old one, but I also like this new design, too. Um, and it's just a really good decision, in my opinion, of, like, hey, we're we're going to bring back this legacy character. And they're like, what if we had new stuff for them and then they make them you know yeah completely different. yeah completely different and yeah i think it worked here and i think more more studios and more games should try to do shit like this and like reintroduce a legacy character but with some kind of like additional change or a, addition to their aesthetic or cosmetics that makes them interesting you know like uh a recent example was like antonov in king of fighters 15 is a wrestler now so he has like his cowboy hat and his scarf and his long hair and it really does make that character way more interesting than he was in the last game. Uh, and I, like, you know, cosmetic updates and, you know, evolve the character hey. between games is always a good idea. And then uh, yeah. I feel like Kai is also a decent example. Of yeah. Like, Cut the hair. Just kind of like how wild of a difference Exard Kai is to drive Kai. Yeah, it's huge. They don't even look like the same character anymore. Yeah, design like just design. I think design is crazy different, but also just gameplay too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, evolve your characters. Make the characters, you know, have changes and differences. I don't want and if you're gonna worried that you know people are not gonna play them because they don't look the same as they used to, just make sure that their old costume is there. I can pick their old costume if whatever. Yeah, but I think they did a good job. Um, kind of revamping, putting a new spin on Huang. Yeah. Um, he does have some flashy stuff, which is kind of cool. So mm-hmm. that's always nice as well. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would be playing this character more if he didn't hurt my mm-hmm. head. But he is cool and I love him. However, we have one character left. Pepper. And this character was probably the hypest announcement at Evo before Strive happened because I think it was literally the next thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that is uh, Halmaru from Samurai Showdown. Which, such a good idea. Such yeah. an easy, cool, good idea. Uh, just, hey, we have the set, we have the sword fighting game, like the, the 3D sword fighting game, and we want a crossover character. Let's get the sword fighting, like, protagonist, 
And, you know, Hal Maru, pretty iconic design. I mean, he's just honestly a very classic samurai design, but he looks great. And, like... All right, but hear me out. What if instead of Hal Maru, they choose the other fighting game sword user? Genjiro. I was going to say Warden, but okay. Uh, yeah, Warden, my favorite. <laughs> uh, uh, I like Warden, but only as a joke. But regardless, back to back to the point, though. Good job doing a Samurai Showdown character. Just good idea. And his stage looks great. He looks great. That's so pretty. Yeah, it's so pretty. Uh, and just, like, it makes sense. Like, you know, it... it you couldn't have picked an easier, like, perfectly fitting guest character. Um, yeah, I don't know how they play at all, but I'm guessing they play what they do in Sam's show. They play literally the same. Awesome. Yep. Hell yeah. Because if you do, uh, if you press B and K, that's just Heavy Slash. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Then it's just like Heavy Slash, where you can delete people's health bars by using Oh, it. fuck yeah. It's also unsafe as fuck, like Heavy Slash, so, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I like, I like it's it. Heavy Slash. Um, what, what do we know about this character, Kaylin? Tell me, tell me about this character. Yeah, so, I would agree with you guys, I think it's, it, I think doing a crossover with Sam show was really, really smart, not only from, like, a gaming perspective of, like, oh, you know, we've, we've got a 3D and a 2D fighter that both use characters with that are like weapons based you know why don't we do a crossover like that makes perfect sense that's great um and then getting homero to come in and and do all that you know it, it and from like a marketing perspective obviously i think it was a really smart move um that would is going to benefit both companies um as well and kind of preserve the life of the games um and yeah like you said garrett like the evo announcement was it was really hype like there's still videos online of it, it was it was pretty fucking hype, so that was cool. That was very good for Caliber. We needed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I've not really played Sam Show before, admittedly, but I've definitely done some research. I've looked into it, you know, once Hamaru was uh, coming into the game, and but he plays very, very similarly to how he does in Sam Show. Like, he's still got all this stuff in there, so just think of Hamaru, but in, like, a 3D fighter perspective now. Um, so he's still got like his slashes in there. He's still got you know a lot of the Sam Show aesthetic yeah, in there. Still has the uh, still has his fireball and DP. Mm -hmm. Yep, he's got his little um, you know his alcohol gourd. Um, he's got some different buffs that he's got. Um, he's got some you know little hops and jumps and things. And um... hey, Austin, do you know the uh, you remember the rage gimmick? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, he has it. Hell yeah, he does. Good. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to be able to, you know, I, I imagine if you have Hal Maroon in any video game whatsoever, Hal Maroon needs to be able to at any point, or not at any point, but at some point in the game, do the heavy slash and do f at least 50% of your life. I say yeah. at least. Like, that has to be, like, in the game somewhere. He has to be able to just take a huge chunk of your life bar out immediately. Because that's just is what how maru is you know yeah. he do have slashes do slash yeah um yeah no it, it for me personally when the announcement came out i was like eh. I, as a caliber player i'll admit i wasn't that excited and that's nothing against how maru that's nothing against sam show or anything like that i'm just like 
we've already got Mitsurugi. We already have our samurai character. Why, like, why did we pick another samurai? And again, they still both played differently, um, which is great. Um, and nothing about this was bad or a wrong choice or whatever. It's, it was a very good choice um, of a guest character to have, and it fits very, very well. Um, this is just more of a personal opinion. I'm just like, I, I wish it was something else. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was something else. Like, again, we've got our samurai character. Why do we need another one? But again, you know, I, I know exactly why I put him in there. And it's a pop of that's, you know, in terms of someone who wants to see more caliber games, I'm happy with that trade off. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be bitter about it. <laughs> But yes, I, he's, he's a fun character to play. He, obviously, if you've played Sam Show, he's got a fun personality. Um, and yeah, it, there's just a lot to him that I think a lot of people can have fun with. Again, I think he's a little underplayed um, right now. But again, there's still people who made him who make him look really cool. So um, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. And now we're just and waiting the, uh... to see if we get a season three, which we probably won't. <laughs> Well, Tekken's probably going to get a season five. I don't know if it's going to get season five either. It, we'll see. It's Tekken, remember? Yeah. It is the longest running fighting game ever, apparently. No. Like, yeah. I just love to keep chugging Tekken a lot, like, trucking along with Tekken. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I I think this game is done. Just, I think it's... It, it hasn't had a DLC in a while, right? How yeah, m- yeah. Huang was the last one in last March. Yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah, it's. I'm I'm pretty sure like Caliber is just kind of cutting it here, which again I'm I'm fine with it. It's we've got a good roster, we've got a great game. Um, it. I'm surprised so, to got a season two. Honestly, yeah, no, is the thing. Like, yeah. I was expecting this game just to get a season one, and just be it, because that's just kind of how most fighting games go. Mm-hmm. But then, um, I think the Evo, when they announced uh, Almaru, they showed off Season 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was hype. So, we've never really gotten that before, caliber-wise, so that was really, really cool. Um, and it shows a lot of promise, because, like, after Soul, Soul Calibur 5 was a bit of a disaster. Like, we can admit yeah. that. It was not a good game. So, mm-hmm. 6 had a lot of redeeming to do, and I definitely think it did that, and then some. The game sold really... Yeah, they also... Mm-hmm. Sold super well, right? It's like 1.5 to 2 million. Uh, like sold that. over 2 million. So, Caliber did, Caliber 6 did well. Um, so, obviously, you know, as, as someone who's a fan of it, who's been playing it for years and years, and is, you know, that's the game I'm most invested in. Obviously, I want more, but I can, you know, I'm not going to go online and bitch about it if we don't. Um, all I can hope now is that they, you know, develop a Soul Caliber 7, um, which would be really cool. So we'll see. But I definitely think the interest and, you know, from their perspective, I, I think I think the I think people would definitely buy a Soul Calibur seven after what yeah. six has done. I think six has done a lot of good things. And there's still a lot of characters from like recent things you can put in. Oh, hell yeah, absolutely. If you're trying to like. If because like. This isn't. 100% true, but it has some truth to it. I know some people do buy Soul Calibur games, depending on the guest characters, obviously. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, like, 
there's a reason why whenever you ask somebody, hey, what's your favorite Soul Calibur? You're going to get two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just because of Link. Yep. Or Spawn or Hey Hachi. Whatever. But um, it's mainly Link. Yeah, it's mainly Link. Yeah. Um, it's like 90% Link. Yeah. But, and like 9% Spawn and then 1% Hey Hachi. Right. But that's the smart thing that Calibur does is having guest characters in it. You pull interest from yeah. so many different other franchises and genres and communities and you get, you get people to at least try it you know um and sometimes that's good enough yeah agreed um, i think that's like the main not the main but like a huge thing about soul caliber is like soul caliber draws in people who don't play fighting games because they have characters that are like super cool and out there they're like oh, right. i can play that character i had friends who bought um this game soul caliber 6 because of Geralt, and i was like what <laughs> like yeah you went like it's Geralt, dude, he looks cool. cool. Let's fucking play the game. And I was like, all right. And then they were like, oh, this character's actually pretty awesome. They liked a bunch of the character designs and they like enjoyed the game. And it was like, oh, it's because of the guest character that's there. And like, you know, guest characters bring people in. And mm-hmm. once they start playing the game, they go like, oh, the game's pretty fucking fun, actually. And they have a good time playing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I hope people keep playing it. Yeah. Have more guest characters. Or not more guest characters. Guest characters are good. Keep doing guest characters. Yes. Yeah, that's that's always been a caliber thing. So at least since two. I think they started doing it in yeah. two. So Yeah, two is like the first one where they started doing it. I don't think caliber one in Soul Legend. No. No, no, no. Unless you count Yoshimitsu, which eh, no. Not really. I mean the the caliber and Tekken universe are the same. Um, so Yoshimitsu is just a part of that universe period. He's the he's the mascot, uh, which is weird to think about. Kinda, kinda. He's the 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 mole the 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 tide the the glue between them all. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the he's the scotch tape. There you go. He's the scotch tape. That's perfect. He's the scotch tape that keeps everything together. As you know, scotch tape is well to do. Mm-hmm. Well, however, I think that that does it. Any uh, anybody like that? Anything else before we wrap it down? Uh, just you know, this is a good DLC roster. Phil Cobb had a really good run for uh post game content. I think that's yeah, a really cool there was character. A single character I was disappointed by. Uh, I didn't like Cassandra, but that's just personal. But like, even then, like. Just overall, really great, really interesting ways of bringing old characters back. Good choices for characters. The guest characters were good choices. You know, good good decisions on on Soul Caliber development. Yeah. yeah. I do think this is like one of the strongest like DLCs, DLC like <clears throat> packages in a fighting uh, game in a while. Agreed. You definitely want to buy this game with like all the fi- all the additional stuff because it's all worth getting. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and if not, uh, the game always goes on sale for like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you should buy it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Cover's fun, and the thing about the DLC too is it's not just the characters. Like you get, like if you're into you know character creation, you get you know extra costume parts. You get um, the DLC characters' costumes to use. You get all different kinds of stuff. You get you know more soundtracks. You get more stages. Mm-hmm. You know all the all that fun stuff that comes with any kind of DLC is in there as well. So. Yeah. 
It's a lot of fun. There's a lot there for everybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely yeah. pick up Caliber. I mean, it's it's been out for been out since October of 2018. I want to say so. Been out for yeah, a few. About. Yeah, it's been almost three years now. Um, so it should normally be discounted pretty well if you find it on sale, like on Steam or for PlayStation or whatnot. Um, and yeah, then the, even if you go like a, get a physical copy, I'm pretty sure it's like ten or twenty dollars. Yeah, it's, it's not that bad. Um, so and then yeah, definitely look into the DLC as well. Um, and the thing is about the DLC is that it's not like you can play through the game and unlock it. Unfortunately, that's the one downside. You do have to purchase it, but um, mm -hmm. it is worth it. It is worth it. There's a lot of fun characters in there. Oh yeah, the game is is. Worth all the time and effort, you know? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Especially if you get vaccinated, you can do locals. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just waiting. Our locals are pretty much dead. Like, Caliber was never big here, unfortunately. Um, like, I live, I live in Columbus, Ohio, and, like, right down the street from OSU's campus, and it's just all Smash players, man. It's yeah. everybody. It's just all Smash players. And... Yeah, my... Like, I feel that a lot. Yeah. That's how our uh, that's how our university was. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, hey, if you if you like Smash, play Smash by all means. But uh, it just sucks. Mm -hmm. Caliber's so underplayed and underrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think down here in Austin, there's a local for it at Arcade UF. Nice. But I'm not too sure what day they meet up. Yeah. But I think that's one of the games they do. I think they do this, Uni, um, and like a few others. Yeah. I would say probably the biggest kind of like ongoing caliber um, local, I guess, that you can tune into or should look into is NLDC. Um, yeah. New York City. Is, they, they do a lot of locals for a lot of games, but they, I, that's probably one of the biggest ones for caliber. Uh, it's yeah. normally run by Spooky. Um, God and, bless. Yeah, and a lot of the best caliber players in America, um, and some in the world are are from New York. So if you want to see some high level caliber, um, they they do. I know they do stream on Switch, but they do put everything up on YouTube as well. So go check. Yeah, just search NLBC Soul Caliber Six, and you should be able to pull some stuff up. And they're still going right now. They used they were doing online stuff. I think they're finally back to doing uh offlines now that you know people are getting vaccinated and whatnot um but regardless they they still stream everything so yeah caliber's still alive and we should still definitely see it at offline majors um i know big uh, if you want to go to an offline major and play caliber as like a main game and not necessarily a side game go to biggie events biggie has always always had our backs the caliber community's backs um, he's always put us, you know, as a game in there, not always just kicked us to the curb or anything as a side game or whatnot. So, um, I think summer jam already happened and we were a main game there. I'm trying to think of what's next. Yeah, and I think CEO has it. As yeah. A is, and what about NEC? I think any, when's NEC? Ooh, I do not yeah, know. I want to say it's October. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it's a fall one. Um, yeah, it looks like November was uh, 
Those are the usually try to do November. Yeah. But if you are looking to compete in Caliber at a major tournament and, you know, have it not be a side game, but an actual main headliner game, find a biggie event. Definitely. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Big events are just great, period. They're fun. Mm. Oh God! Nope. Um, oh, I think Frosty Fostings also puts Calibers in the oh, event. Oh yeah, too. Frosty. That, that's usually a big one for Caliber. For yeah, me, I remember. Thinking. Frosty's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, Frosty, uh, Biggie Events, CEO. Those are all big ones for Caliber. Um, and the Evo, obviously, but like when, more so when the game first comes out, when it's hype and stuff, we eventually get moved to a side game at Evo, but. Given the pandemic and whatnot, who knows? We'll see. Because not many games have come out since then. We've had Strive and, I mean, Grand Blue versus came out during the pandemic, but they kind of, they've been drowning, unfortunately. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. So Calgary might stick around. Who knows? It'll probably stick around. Yeah. yeah. Someone's got to be in that 3D realm. Yeah. Besides second. Yeah. Huh. Uh, or uh, DLA. Yeah, or uh, the hit game Virtual Fighter. Uh, that game came out. It's 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 a game. I it's like a game. it. But <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You know, bring back Bloody Roar. <laughs> bring back Bloody Roar. I'll play the fuck out of that. I'll play some Bloody Roar. That shit, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, play Calibur. And I think that will uh, do it for this week. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I was able to survive that long of talking, but hey. That's good. <laughs> you're, you're a survivor, Garrett. What can we say? Yeah. Anyway, I was joined by Troy. That's me. Brandon. I'm still here. Austin. I, I'm over here still. Kaylin. Hey, thanks for having me. And then me, Garrett, where next week, I don't know what we'll talk about, maybe Terry Bogart.